about to do like an intro because I usually do that like for the first time. I think I haven't done like an what you call a podcast with someone the second time. So ooh, fun. fun. So yeah. <laughs> have you listening to? Uh, have you been listening to any uh, new music lately or? New music, yo! I mean, Astro World came out today, so that's I literally have just been having it on repeat all day long. <laughs> I, I listened to it once, but I haven't really got like uh like a, any thought process on it yet. So I, I have to listen to it a little bit more. So yeah, same here. I mean, I definitely thought like I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Travis Scott. I think he has amazing energy, and he's definitely a game changer. I haven't vibed completely like 100% with any of his specific albums per se but I have I really like I guess the overall sounds on this album so far and I think my only piece of criticism which could be a good and bad thing is that he has so many artists featured on it which is like you know good and bad like I mean I love The Weeknd I think Drake's whole track I didn't even know Drake was coming out on on a track with him on this so when i listen to it i'm like who is that because that sounds just like drake <laughs> and i looked it up and behold it is <laughs> yeah i didn't even look at like the track listing for this this album so uh when i heard drake and then he had a, a lot of different artists that some of them either i recognized or some i didn't i have to look at the track list because i know it wasn't on like, cause I was listening on Spotify, so I didn't know if it had like feature on. Mm-hmm. Were you listening on Apple Music or? Apple Music, yes. Yeah, did it have like the features on there or? Did no, it just have the t- there's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's funny. So I'll look. I'll look up the what you call it, the title track. I'll look, look that up, and then yeah. I was also listening to. I know Mac Miller came with the album, and then YG came out with the album, and there's some someone else like came out with different stuff. I think. Janet yeah. Nicole came out with like a single or something like that. There's like so many different artists that were coming out with something. So yeah, it's it's real hot. I mean, I feel like everyone's trying to push their music out right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, during the summer, like, like a lot of people yeah. have time on their hands. So exactly, exactly. Let's see. Let me look at the full album credits. Let's look at that real quick. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, Astroworld. Okay, cool. Okay, I'm looking at the album credits. Let's see. Okay, the first track for Astroworld, Stargazing, that was just like, just had the producers, people that were produced mm-hmm. on it. Second track, Carousel, that has featuring Frank Ocean. Uh, mm-hmm. The third track, Sickle Mode, featuring Drake. Uh, fourth track, R.I.P. Screw, featuring Sway mm-hmm. Lee on... Uh, Ray Shremmerd, uh, number five, trying to be God, just uh, just him himself. Then number six, no bystanders, Juice World, and Sheck West. Oh, uh, you know, I'm actually saying that Stop Trying to Be God has James Blake, Cuddy, and Stevie Wonder. Um, on the thing, on on the thing, it says additional production from Jane. I mean, it could have that. This is I'm just reading from mm. uh, from Fader. So oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> And then it said like see Astroworld track list and production credits via title. So I guess these have mm-hmm. were on title, I guess. Mm-hmm. And let's see, at number seven, Skeletons, uh featuring the weekends. And then mm-hmm. number eight, Wake Up, featuring the weekend again. And then track nine, five percent tint, that's just him again. 
Number 10, NC17 featuring 21 Savage. Number 11, uh, Astro Thunder and himself. Number 12, Yosemite featuring Gunna and Nav. Number 13, Can't Say featuring Don Tolliver. And then number 14, Who What, Quavo and Takeoff. And then 15, Butterfly Flex, him. And then Houston, Fornication, him himself. And 17, Coffee Bean is just him himself again. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, and you saw, like, everything that happened with, like, the whole cover changes, right? Uh, nah. I, what, what, was, what was about that? What happened? Yeah, so, I mean, at least on the... I know there's, like, a daytime cover and then there's like an evening nighttime cover. oh okay and, i think yeah. I, I think i know what you're talking about uh you're talking about uh the one where like the first cover it has like the kids and then the second mm-hmm. cover it has the uh the females it's on a bunch it of, like, yeah a bunch yeah. of transgender yeah. uh, females I, I guess they was it just one transgender or was it just all transgender females on there i thought they were all uh-huh. i have to double check on that but i'm pretty sure it was they were all transgender and then the big thing was one specific one got taken out of the picture and then they re like i guess travis reposted that album cover without her in it even though he had originally posted one with her in it so everyone kind of talked about it and speculated why that happened and then the artist came out and talked about it and Okay, I, I thought it was I thought it was because uh, they only had one transgender and they took her out. That was that was what my perceived thought, but oh. I I didn't really look into it though. I I have to look yeah, at that album I mean. cover again. <laughs> but I was like I understood why they used the first album cover because it looks more mm-hmm. family friendly because like there's right. only, like because <laughs> yeah. there's one kid with like a popcorn and a soda, and there's another mm-hmm. kid, and so I was I was thinking like why they picked the first album cover. So and I, and I understand mm-hmm. why some people do like alternate album covers because they could do that for like the cd for the physical copy or like for Mm -hmm. vinyl so i understood that aspect so yeah yeah okay so yeah so i definitely have to look look at this album again um i guess like uh when i was listening to spotify i guess i accidentally put it on shuffle so i was like yo i was i was wondering why i was wondering why i was going through the tracks really quickly and i was like I was like, how did I like listen to Coffee Bean and then I listened to a Drake song and I'm like, what Drake's opening? <laughs> and so and I looked at my Spotify. It was late at night and so I was just like, yo, what is going on? And I guess I had it on a uh, shuffle for some odd reason. I was like, what? I never have my my songs on shuffle. So, oh, gotcha. Yeah, so that was pretty funny. So I'll definitely have to listen to it again. And then oh yeah, for sure. I'll definitely have to check out that YG project. I know a lot of people were talking about that project too. So yeah yeah definitely yeah do you have like a like a top like top five or top ten list of like albums that you like like for for this year or do you have like a list of albums for this year we can do a top five top ten it's up to you okay Hmm. well i mean i think i mentioned this last time the color in you by alina Perez. she's about to tour um i'm definitely going to her uh, pit stop in dc in i believe september so really excited for that the album's just constantly on repeat since it's been released uh same with tiana uh, tiana taylor i mean ktse uh, i loved it i think the only song i, I was kind of indifferent about was wtp um where she's just like yelling work that pussy the entire time i think it was just maybe a lot for me for my taste um, i'm pretty conservative in that way 
but I mean, it's still a great track, um, regardless. But that album's just constantly on repeat. It also gives me like great summer vibes. Um, so definitely got that going on. Um, I mean, Janae Aiko's Trip. Uh, I'm like the biggest Janae Aiko fan, so that album is just it's forever going to be always on my phone, always in my music library on all of my laptops and iPads and everything. So that one's definitely uh, going to stay on there. And I mean, I I keep trying to listen to Scorpion maybe like once or twice a week, like just from the beginning to end since it came out. And I mean, it's definitely just not my favorite album. Um, I would say there's maybe three songs that I really like, but then everything else is just kind of like, eh, like I want to listen to that again if I don't need to kind of thing. I recently picked up uh, their latest album, and I mean, I, I really like it. I think it's a lot of autotune for one constant listen, but I really like their vibe, and I they almost remind me, so I played it once in the office, and one of my colleagues was like, is this Post Malone? And then it kind of brought that connection that like, oh, I guess maybe they have similar sounds in that kind of way um and now that's kind of like what i hear from time to time or it might just be that one i, I forget what it's called but it, oh lucid dreams um it might just be because that tune is very like post so kind of relates but i mean i i've definitely um picked them up as of recently um i had a few people reach out to me on youtube email dms um said they saw my youtube videos and they wanted me to, you know, listen to some of their tracks that came out and see if um, I could incorporate it into any of my videos in the future. Um, so I actually found one guy. I have to pull him up. But, I mean, I listened to a few of his tracks and I really liked it. Um, I'll have to find his name again for you. But, yeah, uh, I would say other than that, I mean, those are definitely the albums that are constantly on repeat. Um at least throughout this year so far hmm. i'm trying to think if there has been anything else but not really i mean I, i've definitely dug the um few tracks that pharrell has come out with um like that camila joint uh and then gosh did nerd drop their album this year or last year i can't even remember but either way that's another great album that i feel like I feel like a lot of people didn't even talk about it when it came out. Like it, it, it as an album is great. And I mean, everyone talked about lemon, they did the lemon dance and the lemon girl became famous and everything. But I mean, if, other than like lemon, if you actually listen to the whole album, it's great. And I think it talks to how they've grown alongside with the culture, even though they took a break. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. So like a lot of like a lot of R and B, I, I still haven't gotten into. I still have to re-listen to the Scorpion. I know a lot of people like claim that album's like really really good. I just just <laughs> didn't. It just didn't interest me. So I mean that's that's just pretty much it for me. But I'll, I'll definitely have to check it out. Um, because especially since it's like a long album, because like it's a double mm -hmm. double disc. So I definitely have to like listen to maybe like one maybe one time and then listen to the other side. So. I yeah, know, I know for sure. Definitely got oh, a lot of success and, uh, off the uh, "In My Feelings" challenge and stuff like that. So, I know uh, of course, 
yeah that whole thing is crazy i mean mm -hmm. i love that it was like this guy that just did the dance and everyone basically copied it and did their own thing and i mean it's still going on which is insane but it it just kind of shows that like the power that social media has i feel like yeah yeah i think it's real dope like i just watched the the music video recently and it features him also and uh mm -hmm, right. yeah i think it's real dope i mean i i don't think he expected like his that's that particular song to be really really big but uh mm -hmm. i know he definitely was really successful with that album so i don't think he expected that and uh i don't know it was weird because like i didn't expect like spotify to like push him like so heavy um right because if you have spotify um when that album drops like he was on every single playlist or whatnot mm -hmm. and i don't think that was either planned or not and i guess people were just rocking with it so and uh i, I know he broke a yeah. lot of streaming records and uh for that mm -hmm. album being streamed and stuff like that and i know that that album once it dropped i think it at least like went like double platinum or something like that the day it released because um, oh yeah i forgot one of them one of the songs were on the radio i forgot what it was called um probably i'm upset i would think uh, uh it wasn't i'm upset it was one of the i forgot what song was on the radio i, I have to look it up um okay true i forgot what it was called let me look it up real quick Drake, <laughs> scorpion track lists yeah i don't i didn't like upset i didn't i didn't like that song i don't know that was just wasn't for me you know i didn't like it when i first heard it and mm -hmm. then i kept listening to it over yeah. and over again and i was like oh now i kind of like it and mm -hmm. then he dropped that whole music video with degrassi yeah, and then I, I was like now yeah. i just love it <laughs> nah, i didn't get a chance to let's see i think god's plan was one of those lyrics was mm -hmm, one of those songs definitely. that was on the radio um what was it called nice for what nice for what i think that was oh, the song. oh and the, yeah yeah for that sure. was that was on the radio a lot so yeah that definitely promoted that album a hell of a lot so yeah yeah i actually thought it was kind of like a bad choice for him to release nice for what before the album came out like i thought that if he hadn't have released it as a single and just released it alongside with the album then that would have made the album more of a standout piece than releasing it as a single preview i don't but, know i don't know for me i feel like it was something that kind of maybe intrigued me or other people like uh -huh. yo is this gonna be like a really good album i, I don't know if i, if know. I yeah i mean if no. i was jake i probably would have tailored the album and probably cut a lot of songs to make it like a maybe like more cohesive or maybe like a shorter album so like mm -hmm. people can at least not like assume it more but at least like appreciate it more and mm -hmm. uh it's funny because i was talking with my like my sisters and my cousin and um you know they were talking about it and uh like one of my cousins she's like a year older than me and uh, my sister she's like 20 and my other sister she's like uh 15 about to be 16 and uh they were yeah. talking about it and uh like like my cousin she said like she liked views more and then my my uh, my little sister she was like yeah i liked views more and then uh i don't know i guess like they thought it was just too long i guess and they were kind of like mm -hmm. expecting a lot more from it so that was just from their perspective so yeah i mean it's funny because like because i remember when the first the album dropped like everybody was like either head over heels for it and i was just like right. i was just wondering what was so <laughs> special about it you know what i mean like i didn't get, take the time to listen to it the, the day it dropped but like i listened to it later and so i was just like i was just wondering what the hype was about but um i guess right. people are just happy that just to get a new album from drake so yeah, yeah. always they're always happy <laughs> yeah because he always drops so much material so i'm just like dang like 
he's like a full head of steam like I, i'm like i'm just wondering what his motivation is just like to drop like so much music in uh the time, time. <laughs> in the time span of his career so you know what i mean like right. like nobody's as big as him like that's like that's crazy to think like you know you know one of his label mates you know Lil wayne like he used to be at the top and now like drake is at the top where mm-hmm. when it comes to like music and dropping you know hits hit hits after hits you know what i mean it's like it's like it's, it's real crazy like i wouldn't really expect that so yeah yeah i don't know how i feel about him touring with migos though like i i feel like it was a crazy hype announcement and everyone's super excited but i don't know it just kind of felt like i'm sure there's someone else that he could hype up that isn't already so well known it, it was just surprising that for me that he chose to tour with migos or his label chose that i don't know i feel like it makes sense like they had a song together um walk it like i talk it from like mm-hmm. migos and he featured on that and then also um when migos was just like slowly like bubbling up uh they had that song together called versace and then drake hop on, right. hopped on the remix so i think it, it, it kind of makes sense and i feel like the migos have been around for a while because i know a mm-hmm. lot of people have like kind of doubted them and i feel like over the years a lot of people have like tend to use their flows and and stuff mm-hmm. like that so i feel like i feel like it's a, a relevant choice so i mean wh- who who do you think that he would kind of like take on the tour with him i guess like i just figured that he would do someone maybe not as well known like i feel like migos has played on the radio so it's, they're clearly very mainstream and i feel like they've even been on like snl and stuff so like i feel like they are 100 percent mainstream at this point so i just felt like maybe he would have taken like an underdog who is kind of like on the come up but not there yet would be like more impactful but to each their own <laughs> yeah so that's what's up so it's just a, like a lot of r&b projects for you is, is that is that it or yeah for sure um yeah i'm actually pulled up the soundcloud guy his name's eric repred Preed? oh god so sorry if i butcher this but r-e-p-r-i-d um and it looks like he's from vancouver he has like the soundcloud little star of approval whatever that means but i mean he just launched his lp i believe like a few days ago like a week maybe um so that's launched up on there and you can also play it on spotify and listen to it elsewhere but i mean i'm all about you know trying to find people making new music and creating things so this was someone that reached out to me actually a few times usually to be honest i get a lot of email requests like please listen to my music please put my music in your video and it's not really until i either really vibe with a sound or i get like maybe two or three emails total that i'll be like okay this person clearly like has me in their back pocket and actually cares and not just blasting emails to me constantly so i appreciate that and i feel like you know they're taking the extra step to personalize a message that to me then i can take the extra step and at least give them some feedback on their music if, if i can't incorporate it into a video I think that's awesome. I think that's pretty cool. I just checked out his Spotify and stuff like that. And yeah, he's, yeah, he's sure. released like an album, some singles and stuff like that. So I'll definitely have to check him out, man. That's definitely cool. Yeah. And then to go back on you, I mean, I listen, and I, I think I mentioned this to you in a text message. Like, I love that So Super Sam, right? Was her name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's her name. Yeah. 
Yeah, like she, oh my gosh, like that was literally like totally like music that I listen to, like music that I want to listen to, music that I know I have to find, but I can't actually like go that extra mile and research like all these different kind of sounds. But thank you so much for that recommendation. I mean, that like played on repeat for a straight week. (laughs) No problem, no problem. Uh, She like started as a DJ and uh, Um. she like learned from like the turntables and stuff like that. And then if you look up like some of like her older footage, um she liked worked with uh with a uh, childish gambino like back in the day um oh, okay. yeah so i'll definitely have to send you like some old like youtube videos where like before childish gambino uh like you know did movies and stuff like that he was like rapping <laughs> with uh with soul super sam it was like i think the footage was like at least like five or six years ago but uh wow. yeah but i was looking at like childish gambino's lyrics and um it was funny because uh, I think it was on his latest record. Uh, what was it called? Um, Awaken. What was it called? Oh, Awaken My Love. Yeah, I was looking at some of his lyrics, and he mentioned so Super Sam in one of his lyrics, and I was like, "Yo, that's so funny!" Wow. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's pretty dope because like, because uh, I was looking at just like some old stuff, like just to see like what I could dig up on so Super Sam because she hasn't like put out like so many projects because like she she DJs right, for right. like a living, and uh, she's on this label called Selection and. Uh, what they do is they also have like a radio and they do interviews oh, yeah, yeah. and they uh and stuff like that and so like she's a dj she djs for a living and uh, she decided to put out a project called the garden and uh like she did like her own vocals and then she had some help to like to write and then uh once she like put it out like the ep uh like people loved it and so like she performed like you know to different crowds and then i think this year she released uh another ep which was like you know three tracks and stuff like that and and then she like did like her little tour so i would love to like you know get to like see her for like maybe for like a show or something like that sometime in the mm-hmm. future but uh yeah it was like it was a cool little find like to be able to like find like discover who she was and stuff like that and i'm happy that like she did like her own vocals and i thought it was like mm-hmm. a cool little project just like just to listen to so i thought it was really really good so yeah so oh, i'm glad, yeah, I'm glad sure. you liked it and uh because i remember you uh you texted me back and um you were talking about how like you know i should do like an article or something like that or like a, a blog oh, post yeah. about it because uh, i sent you that artist that and sango yeah sango uh sango's the producer uh he's also uh, he's also on solo selection also and mm-hmm. the, the guy singing uh his name is xavier omar and uh Mm -hmm. so i sent you i think a couple projects from him either one or two i think i sent you one yeah i think no you did send me two uh the the other one though i didn't vibe with as much but the other one was like a complete like a hundred perfect selection most of most of yeah uh so i think it was pretty cool uh the way i found him uh xavier uh, his name before Xavier Omar was Spazzy Rocky, but he changed it to Xavier Omar, uh, cause like he he did uh before like he like collabed with uh with Sango, uh he did like Christian music, so like mm-hmm. he like sang and did did other stuff, and it was still good, still good quality stuff, but uh he wanted, I mean he's still like he's still a Christian, he still does music and stuff like that, but he wanted to change his name because he wanted to reach like a bigger audience and uh yeah i mean he just wanted to reach a bigger audience and i feel like a lot of people told him that he like had potential to like do stuff and and he was able to like collaborate with like golden uh golden link and other variety rappers like chance rapper mcjenkins uh no name gypsy and a variety of different people so like it's it's been going really good for him and so like hopefully like he makes it like hopefully 
goes a little bit bigger. Like one of his okay. biggest songs is called uh, Blind Man. And I think it had mm-hmm. like at least like 10 million streams or some some oh. like ridiculous number, like either 1 million, 2 million. I have to look up, look it up, but um, wow. like uh, it was real big because like uh, even like uh, you know Jada Pickett Smith, uh, she said like mm-hmm. she even liked that song, and like she wow. went on like her Twitter and she was like, "Yo, if you're looking for like an artist who who loves to respect women, like check him out." And so like he was like, "Dang, bro!" Like he didn't know like his music was at least gonna reach you know, <laughs> a variety of different people. So I love him, and I, I hopefully he can put out a lot more content and. Uh, I saw like I remember uh, I think it was was it last year I think it was beginning of last year or this year uh, like he took a picture with Khalid and Khalid likes likes his music too and I'm like what mm-hmm. like that'd be sick to at least like see if like uh, maybe a collab uh, with Khalid or something that would be really really sick so yeah so yeah. They, yeah so they know each other in person so like they went to like he went to a concert of his and and so yeah so hopefully that will happen in the future but like he makes a lot of records but like he has to keep it on the download i'm on the download because you know like uh when he talks about like some of the newer records that he's done he's like yo i I did this record a couple years but we've just been sitting on it so like i like how like when musicians like make records and they're like yo we gotta sit on it because of the label or we just Mm -hmm. gotta wait for the time to release it so i think that's like the the illest part when it comes to music the music aspect so yeah that's the sub so i'll definitely say my my top 10 or whatever top albums of this year but mm-hmm. i definitely like the kids see ghost project i it was oh, definitely yeah. definitely in rotation i didn't expect myself to like that album a lot mm-hmm. and uh i don't know it just it just felt like it felt perfect it was seven tracks 24 minutes and i thought that was really really good and uh and i thought it was really good i thought it was perfect uh like for the mood that for me to listen to like hip-hop and then i like to put in the, the push a t album daytona I thought that was really good. I thought it was like short, sweet, simple. It was only 21 minutes, so definitely had like a lot of replay value. And then I like that album that you sent me, the the Tiana uh, Taylor album. I didn't expect to to love that album, but I thought it was really, I thought it was really good. I thought it was. I definitely have to like listen to it again, but I thought it was really quality. I thought it was like really, really dope stuff. I didn't think I was gonna love that album as much as I did. So I thought it was like real, real chill. So. I didn't expect nice. expect it to seem well. Like I didn't I didn't know. Like the only like thing that I knew from her is like I remember I knew that she was uh, in a relationship with uh, I think it was one of a, a basketball player. I forgot his name, and mm-hmm. uh, and then I remember she was in like the a Kanye West music video called Fade. Right. And so mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know like what her potential was. So I thought like they kind of executed pretty well. I know not not that many people are talking about that album, but. I, th- I think that mm-hmm. album is definitely underappreciated. And then I know you sent me the album, uh, was it Alina? Or what, what was, what was oh, yeah, Alina Perez. Yeah, she was definitely cool. I definitely have to listen to that project again. But I thought it was a cool, cool, cool project uh, for 2018. I thought that was really good. So Awesome, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, I saw this morning that Khalid showed up at her performance at, I think it was Lollapalooza, I want to say. Uh, yesterday and they performed together because there's one throwback song that I guess when they were both coming up they made that track together and I remember it was even on YouTube as royalty free music and it was just so good that they ended up pulling it and I guess her label took it from them Um, but yeah they performed together it's such an it's such a throwback that he forgot the lyrics, his own lyrics to the song. (laughs) 
so that's, that's so it's funny. Good. yeah so it's great to dope. see um you know i i love watching artists keep in touch despite however big they are <laughs> yeah most uh, I, I think it's dope like when other people like collaborate and they kind of see like hey this is something i would be interested in and stuff like that right. so I, I like when people collaborate and i mean i can't blame them if it's like a song that's like real old and you forget the lyrics i mean most of these musicians mm -hmm. they they write for other people or they write for themselves and so right. i really don't blame them so yeah that's most yeah. Uh, yeah so i know i've been listening to a lot of other projects that i've been like underground uh like mm -hmm. mostly hip-hop and stuff like that so yeah i'm excited right. to see if there's like any any other people that are going to drop music um I don't know. I'm curious about the Nicki Minaj project that's gonna be dropping soon. Uh, keeps getting pushed. Yeah. Oh, it's getting pushed. Oh shit. Uh, I saw a tweet. I think yesterday, the day before, and there were like another push what? for the album. No way. I think I saw like a pre-order link. I don't. I have, to, I, have to, I have to look at that. I remember I was looking at that. Yeah. Second. I will too. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know that was that album was getting pushed. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah it looks i guess something's happening maybe yeah. the label's just not happy yeah and then i was wondering if little wayne was going to drop his uh his album called carter five i didn't know if that was going to be uh, dropping anytime soon because he got off his label uh, mm -hmm, right because uh birdman and what whatnot and uh that whole thing yep. yeah let me look at it real quick uh expected august 10th so it's going to drop august 10th okay yeah so yeah so because i know he was in conflict with uh with birdman and so supposedly he got like guaranteed like 10 million out of the deal or something wow. like that so I, I forgot like how much the details was but i know 10 million was the one of the numbers and i, I don't know wild. what i don't know what what else the disclosed number was but yeah so it was wild like good thing he's been able to get out of his deal because He's been locked in that deal for a long time because I don't know. Uh, it's been a long time since he's uh, released music. Like he's been releasing music mm -hmm. like here and there, like singles or or features and stuff like that. But he hasn't been able to like release like a full album. Like I know he's released like like mixtapes here and there, but I know he hasn't been like at least been able to like release like a, a quality project that people think that can like buy and stuff like that or stream. So mm -hmm. yeah, right, so right. I, I'm interested to see if that's gonna drop anytime soon. And then I heard there's gonna be another Nas album, and I'm like, what? I'm like, so this is a lot what? of music. Yeah, yeah. He just dropped a a project with with Kanye, and it was um, and he and, he's, and he said like he might drop another one, and I was like, what? That's crazy. Wow. So yeah, so there's a lot of music in 2018. So yeah, so I'm 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 happy with the music that I got this year. So I don't know. I'm definitely gonna be inter an interesting year to wrap up. So yeah yeah so I'm for sure it's gonna yeah i'm sure there's gonna be some good stuff coming out in the fall with everyone back in school i feel like artists try to reap the benefits of crazy college kids like wanting that dancing i don't know hype song playing in the bars <laughs> i mean there's there's always always gonna be a hype song no matter what so mm -hmm. yes yeah, i'm i'm definitely be interested to see like what's what's gonna be happening so yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so that's what's up. Um, yeah, I actually so, went oh, to um, sorry, <laughs> I ahead. went to a greatest day ever music festival. Um, and did some collaborative efforts with um Adidas. But while I was there, I saw this DJ 
called Kittens. And I mean, I was intrigued by the name, first of all, but I was shooting a bunch of uh, content. But while I was, her set was playing and I actually like turned around and was like, this is pretty good. Like, uh, who is this? Because I want to remember and like listen more. So, I mean, I, I thought uh, her energy was great. And I saw that she's doing some other shows um, in the New York area in the next coming month. Um, so that's just like a new, new uh, I guess, sounds that I recently picked up. <laughs> how was that? How was that whole event? I was, I was meaning to ask you, but I forgot. But how was that whole event? Oh yeah, it was um, great. I mean, basically, it it was. I don't think there is any other like sneaker company per se that sponsors a music festival or even let alone create their own. So it's it's like very impactful. Um, especially for the East Coast. And the fact that they chose to do it in the Bronx of all places, I mean, I feel like Randall Island is literally the top contender, but they chose to do it in the Bronx. And I feel like that was strategic, you know, bringing such uh, economical events to like a not so great area, but um, also keeping it safe and, you know, guarded the entire time. Like, um, I mean, I, I've been to the Bronx maybe like once or twice. Um, and it was mainly to not really hang around in the area. Um, so it, I loved that they did that. First of all, um, the overall festival, it was like very well executed. It's definitely, um, on the smaller side in terms of festival uh like attendees and everything um but for what it is i mean i personally prefer it over the giant mega music festivals like i go to firefly except for this year um i've been like more or less every single year and that's like a massive like i don't know 50 or 70,000 people festival um the greatest day ever was not at that scale um but i mean it has its pros and cons not being that size. I mean, I got to see a bunch of artists that I've wanted to see. Like, R.L. Grime had a great set and seen him for, like, um, I've only seen him perform once, so it was great to see his newer tracks. Uh, Major Jordan's always great. I've seen them in concert a few times, um, but I know that they had a huge uh, new album that came out, so they performed a bunch of tracks from that. Um, was surprised that they didn't really do any throwback songs. Um, so that was kind of interesting, but I get it. I'm trying to push new music. Um, and then Kittens, again, was really great. Um, one of those artists that I ended up being like, who is that? Um, I love, that's the, probably my favorite aspect about music festivals is I'll go and see people that maybe I don't know, maybe I've never heard of, or I'll just be at the stage, the right place, right time. And that's how you find new artists. So I love the opportunity to find new music in that way. And then to also see, you know, different artists perform and how much energy they have. And you could see how passionate they are about what they're doing is also just, I don't know, a warm feeling inside. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. Like just to like go to like different places and then maybe like discover like new people or something like that or like mm -hmm. new things. So. I think that's real awesome. So I think that's I think that's really really dope. So yeah, yeah. for sure. And then uh, I always notice that you always like post like a bunch of sneakers. I'm like, yo, where do you get all <laughs> this money from? Like for real, like I wish I had money to like spend on sneakers like that. So. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, I I try to be selective, and I think it's just, I mean, 
I've been like in the sneaker game for like only a few years, but because I have, you know, I have just amassed a collection naturally. Um, and to be fair, I, once I feel like I've worn shoe X amount of times or I'm not wearing it as frequently as something else, like it's not in my weekly or even monthly rotation, that's when I usually post it on Poshmark um, or I'll do like a Facebook blast and see if any of my friends want it. Um, and I'll just sell it off that way. So I can at least, you know, if I'm not wearing it now, then I might as well use that money to buy something that I will wear. <laughs> so it's kind of like a cycle like that. Um, I mean, I've definitely resold uh, like a few great pieces. Like I got the off-white Converse when that came out. That was like a hilarious moment for me. I got into work super early um, and I naturally do. But I had my Twitter feed up, and it was like, now available, Converse, uh, Off-White. And I was like, is it now available? So I clicked the link, and it was like, you could purchase this. That, so that's how I got it. I was super lucky, and that was the first of, I believe, like uh, the, the 10 Virgil collection that released randomly um, without announcement. So I got super lucky with that. Um, and I mean, I got it and I just, I only own one Converse and it's a collaboration with um, Comme des Garçons Play. And that's kind of like why I own it, but I, I got it and I was like, oh, I really want to keep it, but the money is way too good for this. And I was like, you know, I don't even really vibe with Converse anyways. So I might as well just sell it. So I sold it off and, you know, made a great amount of profit. Um, and then I also got super lucky recently with the Off-White uh, Jordan 1 UNC colorway. Um, that one was just, you know, luck of the draw um, entering the sneakers raffle and whatnot. Got super lucky there. Um, and then this week, again, got super <laughs> crazy lucky with uh, the Off-White Prestos. And I mean, I posted this on uh, I think my snap story, but I, I woke up and uh, got a bunch of fraud alerts from my credit card company, like sneakers and stuff is trying to charge your card. And I was like, they are, <laughs> that's great. Cause that means I won. <laughs> so I had a few hours of freaking out, wondering if my, if the transaction was going to go through and if I was going to get it, or I didn't know if sneakers and stuff was going to be like, oh, I got declined onto the next winner. So got the confirmation email and was super happy. And I had um, a pretty rough day the day before. And I just thought it was hilarious that I posted a selfie and I was like, today sucked. Tomorrow will be better. And then the next day I won it. So it's weird how life works that way. But I I'm grateful regardless. Yeah, because I, like, I see like I noticed like on your story, it was either your story or you posted a photo uh, like you got like the, mm -hmm. I think the new Yeezys and then I saw yeah. like a post where you had like the Nike off-whites and I was like, Jesus, yeah. I was like, where is she getting these shoes from? So I'm yeah. like, dang, so like, so is it like something like, is it like a hobby or is it something like you just got to be in tune? This is like the same thing as like fashion wise. Like I, I don't I yeah. don't understand the way like uh like walk walk me through that that this thought this thought process of like being like a sneakerhead or like being into like sneaker <laughs> culture. Well, I I mean I feel like a lot of people always have like this backstory like oh I knew when I was little kind of thing. But for me, I grew up with conservative. I'm Korean. They're conservative Korean parents, you know, and they really wanted me to be as American as possible. And if you think of, you know, America, 
um, like a classic American. I mean, at least for me, I think of like Lily Pulitzer, like Ralph Lauren Polos, that kind of thing, just like a super preppy style. So I always grew up with that, was always surrounded by that too. Like I had basically no diversity outside of that culture just because that's what I was thrown into at a young age. Um, And then I started, I think, in high school. I remember owning like a few Echo Red pieces and I I wanted to buy things like Baby Fat and Rock Aware and it just kind of like piqued my interest. As a high schooler, I had like no money whatsoever. And even I worked at Hollister Retail. I think everyone knows how much they make. It's always like minimum wage wherever you go and it's tough. So, I mean, I didn't really have any money to buy any of that stuff nor did I really have any resources to find it. Um, and the internet wasn't really a thing back then. Um, and then in college, I mean, I kind of found myself um, and would, I had one of my best friends from high school when we went to the same college coincidentally, he was like, one day he just came up to me and he was like, you know, I think you would look really good in these Jordans. And he showed them to me, they're Jordan threes and, I was like, hmm, okay. So I like bought them. Um and I ended up that kind of just kicked off my love for sneakers. And then I was kind of just tinkering around with things. And that's kind of also when like more sneaker blogs and stuff like was on the come up. Um, so I was able to at least like pull a little bit of resources at that time. And then Basically, he was like, oh, you know, this release is coming out. These LeBron South Beaches are coming out. Like, you know, do you want them? And then he showed me a picture. I was like, ooh, those look pretty cool, too. And I was like, sure. And then he he bought them for me and gifted them to me. And then I think it took me maybe six months or a year to realize that it was like a difficult item to get. Um, So then that kind of kicked off, like, I guess my sneaker fascination And then I think with the rise of the internet and the rise of social media, like I just like it started at like, oh, here and there, I'll like read about sneaker news. And then eventually became every single day I need to, you know, check Hypebeast. I need to check Soul Collector. I need to check Nice Kicks, like all this stuff. So it just kind of happened that way for me. Um, And then I think the fashion aspects of being into like, I guess, more street kind of fashion just kind of also happened on its own. Like. I think my fascination with baby fat rock aware um, and then all the celebrity influences wearing all that um, just kind of kickstarted like my interest and passion. And then now that's like basically all I follow. And that's what I love to wear. Um, and that's what I guess I identify with um, now that I'm like much older, I'm able to be more independent um, and able to at least distance myself as much as I can from my parents um and they they think i'm crazy too with the amount of sneakers that i own um it's not even like i've seen the sneaker collections that some dudes have it's not even like anywhere near to that level but um i definitely have a a good solid uh collection definitely some super hype items like those off-white um pieces i do have and yeah handful of yeezys i mean to be fair i don't even have like any of um I, I don't think they call them V1s, but like, you know, the very first version of the easy iterations, like I have none of those um, just because they were, they were so difficult to get. Um, I think one of the things that always comes up is um, people will always ask me like, you know, who's your plug? Can you plug me? And like, I want this. And I think that's a difficult thing to 
even get asked. And I am always surprised by people who ask for plugs just because at least for me, like I, I don't want to ask anyone for anything unless I've already given them something. I'm very into like an eye for an eye kind of thing. Um, like I feel like if I help someone, then they'll help me. But I always think it's really crazy and interesting to see, you know, like a high school friend that I haven't talked to for like 10 plus years be like, hey, can you plug me with, you know, the new 350s coming out? And I'm like, mm, I think I have your phone number. Why are you DMing me this? <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's kind of like my sneaker story and I guess how it's happening for me right now. <laughs> Uh, did you always get like did you get this like fashion sense when you were like younger or did you just like get it from like a family member like your mom a cousin like uh, an aunt did you get that's that? a great yeah. question <laughs> yeah it, it just kind of developed on my own um and I had had no influences really I mean I had one cousin who lived in California and ended up moving over to the east coast um and I know that he wore a lot of that stuff but I didn't really hang out with him as much, um, especially growing up, just because um, he he was like, I think he's like five or six years older. So, you know, it's not very cool to hang out with the like little girl that is in white polos all the time, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, I didn't have like any iconic like influence. I feel like a lot of women especially are always like, oh, my brother, this and that, or they had some kind of like male influence of some sort. But it actually ended up being the opposite. And I I just kind of like developed the fascination on my own. I mean, my friend who did buy me sneakers, his name's Brick. Um, I mean, he definitely, um, when I reached out to him about like wanting to learn more about this stuff, he gave me like all the resources he could um, put me into like music and sneakers and fashion. Um, so I, I would say maybe uh, he is probably my key influencer, but um, I do feel like I did a lot of it on my own. Um, and then it actually ended up impacting um, my now husband. Um, and when we first started dating, um, we both were basically like, we're solid J Crew people. Like that is what we wore and we owned a lot by that brand. Um, and we were just really preppy. But I think as I kind of like came out of my shell in college, um, and especially towards the very end of college, he could see that like I was really fascinated with like all of this like sneaker culture and just everything that is part of it um, and so centric. Um, and then I feel like because I always grew up, I guess, like with the same aspect of wanting to be as Americanized as possible um, and to fit in as much as possible that I was able to, uh, you know, be like, OK, it's OK to be different if, you know, I'm not going to be that po collar popping girl with wearing like Lily Pulitzer flamingos all over her dress. Like it's okay to not be that it was basically my realization in college and kind of like how I just became like a full 100, um, like female sneakerhead per se. <laughs> I think that's cool. I think that's like real awesome. Like, cause I know like when it comes to fashion, I know a lot of people have like different stories when it comes to that. Like, they say like either my mom got me into fashion or you know i, I want right. to you know aspire to be this person or like some people will be like you know i watch a lot of america's top model or something like that so i think it's like mm -hmm. really interesting when uh people say like you know this got me into fashion or this is something i still continue to find you know interesting so i think it's like real dope when it comes to like 
you know, especially when people get into fashion. I know, like, women are a lot more into it than the men are, but I think it's, like, real dope. Right. It's funny because, like, I know, like, a lot of, like, females, they use, like, Pinterest and they, like, you know, try to, like, make a board and try to, like, find, like, some type mm -hmm. of inspiration or something. And I know people, like, can spend, like, hours and, hour, and hours on it. And I can understand, like, I, I've definitely looked at the app and I can understand why people can spend, like, a whole day on it, you know, when it when it comes to, like, looking at stuff or, like, pinning stuff to your board and I think mm -hmm. I think it's like it's real dope that you know like people like still find inspiration by that like whether it comes to like movies, TV shows, or, or even looking at Instagram. So I think it's like right. it's real real dope that you know people like find that. Like I, I wish I could be like fashionable. I'm I'm trying, <laughs> but like it's it's like it, it takes time. Like it really does take time. Like you can't like dive into it like real quick. But like I, I think it's like real dope that like people like you, whether it's like you know whether it's like sneakers or whether it's like outfits or whatever i feel like it's real dope where like people at least incorporate their fashion into their lifestyles so yeah thanks yeah it's uh definitely difficult at times um and i think because the east coast or and also i i live in the greater uh washington dc area so like naturally like everyone's like always suit and tie here like wearing very conservative clothing um i can say that if I walk around DC in an outfit that I feel extremely comfortable in and is probably like more on the fashionable trendy side that like I will just naturally like stick out like a sore thumb and also turn a lot of heads just because like it's different. Um, but when I lived in New York um, in 2014, I mean, it was like the complete opposite. Like I could go out super trendy and no one would look at me. So I think it just matters kind of like where you live, where you grow up. Um, and where you choose to stay um, in terms of gaining those kind of fashion influences. Um, and with the internet, I mean, you can learn about fashion now. Like, in, I could be in D.C. and learn about how, what New Yorkers are wearing. So I think having, you know, all the information available at, at your fingertips has also helped. Uh, does, like, when it comes to fashion, does it take up a, lo a lot of your time? Does it take up some of your time? How does that, like, process work? Because oh, you said, like, hmm, uh, you said it was kind of affecting your family or, like, your husband or was uh, or oh, something yeah. like that? Or... My, so I guess, like, my fashion influences did affect my husband because eventually he completely converted, too, from, like, never walking into J. Crew anymore to, or always walking into J. Crew to never walking in now. And like now he's he's on the I guess like hype game kind of like me um but like he he loves his key rows like I mean he has maybe like three or four pairs now um, he's I guess like as we grow up you know we value our comfort clothes just as much as our work clothes so yeah his fashion totally changed um alongside me and I think that's probably like one of the reasons why I like fell in love with him because you know he saw that I was so interested in this and it, it was something that made me different um and could also be different in a bad way like in college I remember wearing like a lot of fitted caps on and stuff and like literally I feel like dudes would look at me and be like ill kind of thing like why are you dressing like that like you shouldn't be dressing like that wear a dress kind of thing um but like I was really grateful that he was really accepting of it um and I think that's one of the reasons why I fell in love with him because, you know, he accepted me in any, any and all forms. Um, even when I got a lot of backlash for the way that I dressed and styled myself, 
Um, and then I think because of that, he, he also appreciated, you know, the style influences too. Um, and then eventually like he, he gets all the same news as I do now. Like he follows probably all the same uh, sneaker accounts and whatnot. Um, and like, I don't know, at night, sometimes we'll just like talk about like whatever happened during the day, like, you know, Virgil, um, moving to Louis, like that kind of thing. We'll, we'll just talk about it at night and do like a recap um, almost of just stuff that happened today. Um, that, that was newsworthy. Uh, do you have like any like siblings that like at least into fashion either? Like, do you have like any like cousins or at least like family members that are also maybe have that same <laughs> drive as you, or is it just like you and your husband or is it just like, or do you have like any friends that have like the same, like maybe like passion like that? Do you have like any friends that are like probably like into hmm. the same thing as you or, or probably not? Hmm. I don't think I have any friends that are really like into sneakers and fashion as much as I am. I mean, I feel like naturally like girls will be like, I can't believe you got that off white presto. And I'm just kind of like, I mean, yeah, but I entered like 10 raffles. You probably entered one. <laughs> like, I don't think you understand the work that goes behind this. Um, but my sister, um, she's about four to five years younger than me. And sh she's like, the complete opposite of me in a way where she values her more basic clothing items like she is usually in like a plain tee with like jeans but she keeps it still trendy so like mom jeans are super in so she'll wear mom jeans with like you know a pretty plain top um and i i would say like brandy melville is probably one of her favorite stores um Versus like me, I mean, I'm I'm pretty strong with the Adidas clothing game, um, but I guess it kind of just shows the differences between us. Um, my mom was actually an artist growing up, um, and she pursued it as a career. Um, she was a sculptor, um, which doesn't really relate to fashion much, but I think because she had that kind of artistic sense living within her, that it naturally came over to me in the jeans, and I feel like maybe that's where a lot of my love and passion comes from um like underneath all everything it's all maybe because of my mom <laughs> but not i i feel like no i i never really had any, uh at least like family kind of influence um or friends i i went to i guess like a, a prep school um in high school and these girls like a lot of them had came from money um so they had the ability to dress really trendy because they could um so i, I guess that kind of shaped me in a way of wanting to at least be on trend with whatever was in um at the time um but that kind of fashion wasn't i guess my taste um so they were like super into like the anthropology stuff um at that time and just some other things um with vineyard vine that little whale like they're really into that kind of stuff and i mean i i immersed myself into it um 100 percent, but it just never felt me or it never felt like i was identifying myself as 100 percent. this is what i like so yeah, I, I guess that kind of sums it up. Like, no, didn't have really any iconic influence. <laughs> I feel it, I feel it. 
I think that's interesting because it's funny like when I talk to people whether it's like art or whether it's fashion I'm, I'm just like curious like whether they got it from somebody in the family whether it runs in the family or something that they kind of like picked up later on and then kind of just like ran with it so I think that's real mm -hmm. cool uh does, it, does your family uh either get concerned about like how like you either spend like shoes or they're just like whatever they're, I mean that's oh, like something yeah. that you oh they got, <laughs> that's funny they're always like stop buying sneakers please stop <laughs> but then like I'll tell them about how I stole the off-white converse and um, my dad's the type of person where he he's always he doesn't say what he's thinking but I can tell like the wheels in his head are turning it's like I told him about that and I'm pretty sure he like looked up a few articles about like how you can resell sneakers for profit after I talked to him um and then my mom is just she's like I'm never buying you a pair of sneakers and you need to stop buying yourself sneakers <laughs> but I'll come home with um something like cute and trendy um like I mean one time I came home with the Pharrell uh Adidas uh human uh it's not like the human racer NMD so just the HU uh tennis shoe um and it has kind of like a marbled pink sole and they're tan and beige um prime knit and she was like, I want these. Where did you get them? Get me a pair, please. So I definitely have indulged uh, my mom into the sneakers. She she has like less than 10, but you know, there's some pretty solid pickups. Like I got her the Fenty Rihanna High Trainer um, when that first came out, which I mean, itself is just like a very unique looking shoe. Um, and then whatever she does say that she likes that I have, I either give it to her or I buy one for her. <laughs> I think that's real awesome. That's real dope. So, yeah, I mean, if it was if it was my family, they'd be like, "Why are you buying so much stuff? Like, why are you doing that?" But uh, yeah, but I understand right. that, uh, especially when it comes to the sake of fashion. So, and plus, like my sisters and my mom, they they know when it comes to fashion. My daddy's like, I I really don't care as long as it looks nice, it's cool. So yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's like real awesome. So yeah, that's what's up. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's it. I want to ask. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you want to ask me, or is it like, are we good at like, a good note? Or <laughs> Ooh, I think it is a good note. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, we should like reconnect in the fall. Um, because mm -hmm. I'm sure there'll be some great music out by then, hopefully. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to see Tiana Taylor in like two weeks. She's coming. Her tour is alongside Jeremiah, so they're gonna. I'm going to go see both of them perform. I mean, I've seen Jeremiah before. Um, he's great. I mean, great voice. He, he, uh, he, he's a great, he's a great performer, I guess. Um, really plays up how women really love him. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go see her and Alina Perez. Um, and then I'm sure a thing or two will pop up naturally. Um, but would love to reconnect and recap the show <laughs> yeah most of we, we definitely have to do this again so yeah this is really yeah. really fun so yeah so good thing we did it at this stuff. time though so yeah <laughs> it was really oh fun. yeah <laughs> cool 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 yeah, awesome well thanks for having me really oh, appreciate it no problem no problem this is real fun again so i was like i had to get you again so i was just like yo because uh because <laughs> I, I remember when you texted me about the the music thing now you're gonna write up something so i was just like yo it's like that'd be cool to like reconnect and do something again so yeah yeah, really yeah awesome, so. definitely that's still on my to-do list it's, it's a heavy to-do list <laughs> yeah. but don't worry it's on there <laughs> yeah, most of, i'll definitely remind you if you forget so most of so. always always <laughs> <laughs> so cool